Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 38, Alita Battle Angel. And welcome to a very special edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your Lodge Master. With me as always is Brother Lucas. Good evening. Brother Bishki is still on assignment in Hawaii, but we have Aloha. a beautiful assortment of boys tonight. Ooh, We got Brother Justin. Mm. Hello. We got Brother Jonathan. Hi. Mm. And we got Brother Matt. Hey, what's going on? And Matt, you brought your pass van tonight. It's a gleaming white, beautiful vehicle, and we have recently dubbed it, what What? What do we call it? White Fang. White Fang. We are inside mm. of the White Fang. There's the, the two Prii, the Red Dragon and the Black Swan, and now we have the White Fang. <laughs> and we are here to see Alita Battle Angel in IMAX 3 Motherfucking D. Can you believe it? Boom. 20 years in the making, folks. (laughs) 20 years. Lucas, how many times have we seen this fucking trailer? Oh boy. Last year. How many times? It started making the round six months out, like six months early, and there's been a couple trailer versions, but they all have Christoph Waltz going, (laughs) Elita. Oh my God! So what's what's the temperature in the White Fang on this? I, I, there's been some grumbling, and I've had to I've had to quiet down some people. So, what are we feeling? I am pro spectacle. Yes. I love I love it big. I love it loud. <laughs> love it expensive. <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay. All right, brother Jonathan. What do you What do you feel? What's going through your noggin? This is gonna be a big failure. <laughs> Big, big, one big salad dragon. Oh my! To toss our salads he's, all night long. He's, he's mm. calling it. Wait, mm. that's bad. <laughs> confused. It's confusing. It's a very confusing. These are confusing times. Yeah. These are confusing times, brother Matt. What you got? Do you have pre beef? I I just have pre beef in that. At one point in my life, I really liked Robert Rodriguez. But sure. I don't think he's made a good film in a really long time. I second that. Yeah. But I, I I've only seen a billboard for this movie. That's about. You it. haven't seen oh, any trailers. Wow. I haven't seen shit for this. Oh wow, wow. Well, that's good. Uh, that's and, actually and the, you're the once, control subject. That's great. Yeah. So I don't cold. know. I mean, I know what to expect to an extent. Though. You'll have the most I'm honest worried. reaction then. Um, I'll try to. Yeah. Cause. Uh, this guy has a whiff of the the Bob Zemeckis mocap, uh, dead eye, mm. uncanny valley, big old eyes syndrome, <laughs> and um, I think Jim Cameron was originally going to direct this way back when, and then got sidetracked with a little movie called Avatar, mm. and from what I read, 
the way Robert Rodriguez got the job is he took Cameron's like 178 page script <laughs> and like chopped it down to like you know a shootable length like under 200 million budget and and Cameron was like yes you can direct it I like, bless I bless yes, you like you got the right story out I bless this mess um, because yeah they definitely needed to get the budget down and uh, luckily they did because the, the movie's struggling to to be the the juggernaut uh, franchise Kickstarter that they had hoped but. Apparently it's doing well overseas, so so it will probably get like a weird sequel, you know, like remember Pacific Rim and you sure. all of a sudden there's right. Pacific Rim two and you're like what like yeah. wow like, so yeah. What's the last? I won't say great, but really good film that Robert Rodriguez made. Go from Dust Till Dawn. What? Ooh. From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Planet Terror had its Planet moments. Terror. I I loved. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I was having a great time during Planet Terror. I liked was Sin City after that. I really enjoyed. I think it was before. I really enjoyed Sin City. A Dame to Kill for I thought was superfluous. Spy Kids. <laughs> three, right? That <laughs> was pretty good. Any of the Spy yeah. Kids. Spy Kids three was pretty good. So Longest alone was cool. I think. I think as with as with a lot of people in our generation, he hit us hard uh, when we were teens. Oh yeah. And then I guess so hard. I guess we grew up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? Yeah, yes, think, that is one hundred percent right. Yeah. I think society got woke between Sin City and Sin City. Two. <laughs> Sin City, we're like, fuck yeah, prostitutes, guns, tits, yeah. And then two came out, we're like, oh, um, now this is unacceptable. Yes, hold, hold uh, all of that, crass, please. <laughs> and I am above it. <laughs> that may very well be true. But no matter what happens tonight, we are about to see something in IMAX 3D. So it's yeah. going to be big. It's going to be in our face. It's going to be in our eyeballs. Yeah, it's going to be emotional. It, I mean, it definitely uh, has this very epic uh, vibe, at least in the trailers. Like, it really is just operatic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we just, I mean, <laughs> fundamentally need to see original shit because sure. yeah, they're going to yeah. quickly stop making it cuz yep. Disney's totally, just totally going is, back to the well right under the time wire. Time again. Yeah, this got right under the wire. Like this is a write off for Disney, you know, yeah. like it doesn't matter for them, but like we're lucky to have had it because you're right, like this is an original. It's yeah, they're remaking the, cartoons the and live action. They're making more Star Wars, more Marvel. Yeah. Let's let's just, try to keep that in our hearts. Yes. And uh new shit. New we shit. Need new yes. shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, we need Pacific hope, Rim. I just hope it's <laughs> not. A, love I just, Pacific I just, Rim. I just hope it's Shut not ass. like Valerian, the city of a thousand planets. And, we need new uh, shit that Valerian can be also terrible. remade in the years to come and regurgitated. Yeah, absolutely. We can't just keep regurgitating the same vomit. Roma two. Roma yeah. two. We can't keep eating the Back puke. We need to eat real yes. food to then puke. Yes. This guy gets it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dude. let's let's strap on our battle boots. Strapping on. Bring me the movie <laughs> calls Alita. Jonathan's got his Crocs on, his battle boots, so he's ready to rock. This is not a game. I can't wait, guys. Love and light. Later.
I knew when I did Avatar with Weta that Alita would not only be possible, that as a character she would be spectacular. Hi. When we were making Avatar, I would tell people we don't need to be photo real because you can't tell me what real is on Pandora. We only needed to be photographic. For Alita, we're on Earth. Alita needs to be photo real so that she can stand right next to Christoph Waltz and look together of one in the frame. The Meat Boys are back. <laughs> we battled back. We battled back through the IMAX, through the 3D, through the two plus hours Ugh. of entertainment. We've had several full meals full of film, and before we dig into it, Brother Bishki's hologram, <laughs> please read that schnapps. Synapse from Rotten Tomatoes, from visionary filmmakers James Cameron, Avatar, and Robert Rodriguez, Sin City, comes Alita, Battle Angel, an epic adventure of hope and empowerment. When Alita, Rosa Salazar, mm. awakens with no memory of who she is in a future world she does not recognize, she is taken in by Edo, Christoph Waltz, mm. a compassionate doctor who realizes that somewhere in this abandoned cyborg shell is the heart and soul of a young woman with an extraordinary past. There it is. <laughs> There's a, there's a lot more, but we, we get it. That's adequate, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Hollow Bishki. Uh, so yeah, Alita Battle Angel, y'all. Pretty, pretty, uh, packed screening for a Monday night, I would say. There was, there was a lot of people there. Mm. Holiday, um, holiday. Oh, it is a holiday. It's President's Day. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, people were ready for this. So, uh, where to even begin? Well, let's begin with the title, which <laughs> does not show up in the beginning, right? True. Like, you know how some of these movies take a page of the Dark Knight where they're just going to start, like, medius race? But, I don't know, I just feel like you got to have a title or a cold open or, or something because, like, in this movie, it just opens with, like, what you think is a cold open with Christoph Waltz, like, in a salvage yard. And then you think, like, as soon as he finds her, her eyes are going to open and the title's going to pop up. But then it doesn't. And you're like, oh, no, this is, like, the beginning of the actual beginning, like, that we're starting together. Like, it subverted your title blast and then you're And then I'm thinking, like, wow, they're not going to do any, like, opening credits, like, at all? Like, not to bring us into this time and place and this, this dystopian world. They're just going to throw us right in. But they're not really... You're just in, dude. Yeah. There's a city in the sky that takes a dump. Alita comes out of the dump. And Christoph Waltz, I thought, was... Miscast. Like, I mean, should have been, should have fucking been, miscast. Should have been Keanu Reeves. Like, the whole time oh I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, like, this how is... Great how how is Keanu Reeves not Dr. Ito? Like, how is Christoph Waltz? And then, like, when Jennifer Conley is his wife, I was like, okay, he's definitely miscast. Like, that they was like... I wanted to steer clear of all things Matrix for this one. Yeah. True. Yeah. being made. Well, yeah. the, the, the thing felt about like a Wachowski movie. the thing yeah. about Kristoff, and I don't know if it's just his naturally awkward demeanor, but you get weird vibes from the dude. Yeah, from the yeah. jump, yeah. from the jump. Yeah. He's creating a teenage girl, and he's just not. I don't know. There's something about him where I'm like, get that girl away from him. And she's yeah. trapped in her body, and she wanted to get out of it and get a new body. There's a lot going on. She it's... turned into a woman. There was a scene where, like, it was her skeleton or whatever, and he was, like, asleep on the couch. He woke up, and he was like, Alita. And they, like, so good. they yeah. frame it with, his, like, uh... with his crotch at the forefront, which <sighs> doesn't help. And the fact that it's... Now, what is, what is the, the twist? It is his... A body built for his daughter, 
that, yes. that the personality of Alita is in. So yeah. he he had this, very weird. This very movie weird. has some, some vertigo shit. Is this a PG thirteen movie? It is. It is definitely. There was some brutal shit in this. Violent. Yeah, this was surprisingly violent. He yeah. flashes yeah. back to his daughter, heads, who man. is a paraplegic. Oh man, they went there. I Christoph, forgot. Christoph Waltz is a doctor that kind of repairs cyborgs around this slum town. That is beneath the the upper crust, upper level, called Zalem, this floating city. And he flashes back, and he built this body for his daughter. We see his daughter in a wheelchair, and there's like a cyborg junkie (laughs) rummaging through his stuff. And flips out, and just fucking smashes. Beats her to death. Smashes. We didn't see that on screen, though. No, but But you see blood blood on the wheelchair. An an empty empty wheelchair. You see an empty wheelchair. It's violent imagery. It's horrific. The fact that it even happened is insane for a PG-13. I mean, imagine being like a paralyzed person watching the movie and like, you know, just... A small dog who you get to know throughout the film. Also off screen. Is brutally murdered off screen. The dog's blood is used as war paint. Yeah. Yeah. Instantaneously. That was which a big is, which part. Is pretty, Jonathan, you're not escal- you're not es- bothered escal- at all by es- that. Escalates pretty quick. No, I, dude, I have nothing. I felt Christoph. <laughs> I felt Christoph Wald should have been like the pie in the sky villain. You sure. Know, and Maha sure. and Maha Rashi. Mahershala could have been the doctor that's like you know knows everybody in the neighborhood that like does everyone solids and like is like an. Mahershala ex- Ali and Jennifer Connelly look badass in this film. Definitely. They look great. They look yeah. like I mean, a million bucks. They look wow. beautiful. They look sexy. Yeah. They're, they're in a different movie. You don't you need know? CG Sunglasses. for them. No. Yeah. Thank God, right? Like, thank God they got they got that right. Robert Rodriguez was like, no, we're going to just keep you. Maybe we'll give Jennifer Connelly a little purple heart, <laughs> a lucky charm <laughs> in her forehead, uh, which was weird because I kept thinking that wasn't that in the Avengers? Wasn't her Oh, my God. Husband, her, 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 her real yeah. life. Her husband. real life. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. was messing. That's what was vision. messing with me. I was like, what is going on? Like, my wires are crossed. But we saw this whole movie before, too. With Matt Damon. Oh, and, uh, Elysium. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they're Elysium all to get and to, Alita. To, not it's Zion, like but Zion. Zium. We'll see bad so acting things, all around. Well, see, yeah. that's the problem when you adapt things that were written a while ago, is that everyone, like, people yes. read them. Yeah. Yeah. Take what they want, and then the, it's like a stripped corpse. By the time you well, actually that's how get I to felt it, watching. it and felt this like movie, a patchwork of a hundred movies I had seen. This yeah. movie yeah. has a very distinct tang to the flavor <laughs> of it. It feels like a '90s, definitely project. '90s hackers that 90s got the money and uh, the technology to come out now, yes. but it is pure 90s yes yeah. yes and that's Quick. what i kept thinking from the beginning i was like wow if this was the 90s it would make so much sense and it's silly 90s it's yeah. like demolition man off broadway demolition man some of it yeah and, and i it took it like i struggled against it i struggled against the current for a little bit but then once i realized what it was and when i saw mahershala ali show up on a little communicator device with those sunglasses yeah. on i'm like i'm in a sega cd game right now yeah i yeah. need to treat it as such and enjoy it as such. Such bad cutaways. When, like, when I saw up. a cyborg playing a guitar with three cyber hands, that's when I was in, brother. That was yeah. like that's when re- I was in. Total it, recall. It, it, felt, it felt like the prerequisite for everyone in that <laughs> it was dy- very total dy- recall. dystopia was to have a fake yeah. arm. Like, you had yes. to have a bionic arm, and period. another 90s element, which almost made it seem like 90s like television, 
the extras are so crisp and so oh, clean man. and so hilarious. Yes. I was dying I <laughs> watch in, the background. in a bar fight scene, yeah, oh. where, where the guy pulls his sword out of the wall all butthurt, and there are two guys standing behind him that just look like bros that are like, oh, oh shit, like something's happening. Were, like, Yeah, one extra was just shotgunning a bottle oh. of something, just like completely vertical, just like <laughs> drinking it like it was are, a hamster. Those yeah. are like feet, those are like the, the, the big time background folks if you just the city shots where they need like 40 people and the quality control isn't as strict those oh my god like i could watch a whole movie just of them milling around in the background not really knowing what to do like amazing yeah it's like quick survey i haven't watched nearly as much anime as i look like i have (laughs) But where are you guys at with that? Because it's a certain flavor that is really hard to replicate in live action, especially in, like, for Western audiences. Like, even the most benign anime is fucking bonkers. Right. Like, there's such crazy shit. I've just seen the basic stuff that's made it, like, very... Like Akira. Yes. All the the very basic. The green days of it. Like, like, Cowboy Bebop. Like... Anime is punk. Alita Battle Angel is sort of the green day of that. Like, I felt all of these bonker, wacky new elements. Wasn't there a green day, like, musician as a It was still coherent to me. You know what I mean? I think the entire band of Green Day appeared multiple times in this film in the background. As extra. With cyber arms. (laughs) But the Ghost in the Shell live action movie was... Cool similar looking. It feels it was similar. Cool. Yeah. It looked this great, movie, I little this round movie sunglasses sucked. appear in all of these movies too. This movie did not look good. This but the three mo- D was good and it yeah. was crisp. that's the only yeah. positive it thing I can say. It was super well lit. I, yeah. James Cameron knows how to like spot check visual effects. How's so, it? Like, like, yeah, the, they go into a hip cyborg hitman club and yeah. it is lit like a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that can rub you the wrong way. It you know, I think they had to do a lot of that for the Whatever processes needed to happen for the CG and for our 3D IMAX experience. But, yeah, it's a goofy-looking movie. But if you get on its wavelength, it can be nothing else. It is so sincere. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... It's not trying to hide anything. It's got all of its cards out on the table. It's like, all right, here, there's some pod racing shit. There's some weird bar fights she wants to be a bounty hunter and a motor ball player champion let's it's just speak, whatever let, let's just, speak of motor ball i think I, oh, I, I think the the candidate the movie was full of potential salad dragons but my candidate is the first time you see them yeah. practicing motor ball on yeah. the street like which, street ball motor ball it yeah. is street it is street level these are streetwise mid-90s hooligans <laughs> And they are on futuristic rollerblades, and they are playing rollerball uh, jacked up to, you know, Alita levels. And it is cut like a, I don't know, like a Nickelodeon special, and I was in heaven. I didn't know that's what I needed at that moment in my life, but it provided. It's it what like, it's what yeah. I wanted Jupiter Ascending to be, where Channing yes. Tatum was just little rocket flying things. around yeah. his rocket yeah. Channing, yeah, Channing Tatum has sky, blade, sky roller blades in right. Jupiter Ascending, and it was very reminiscent of this, but this felt better. It yeah. felt like, look, it felt like 
The, the Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it felt like the Lost Boys. Yeah, sure. this is fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. no, it's fun times. Yeah. Very <laughs> much a Lost Boys in hook vibe, definitely. Very quick aside, after watching this, I think prime candidate number one to make a Ninja Turtles reboot is now Robert sure. Rodriguez. Yeah. Why not? This was basically a Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. If April O'Neil were like a battle angel. Mm-hmm. I battle mean, yeah. April. Battle April. Yeah, I mean, I think things like the motorball sequence, if you're with <laughs> the movie, yes. you can enjoy it. If you're not with the movie, you're like, why the fuck are you making me watch this? Yeah, why now? am I yeah. here? It's <laughs> probably how people felt like when I saw Star Wars Episode One. I was so enthralled in my fandom that yes. I didn't I couldn't even pretend that the movie was bad it took subsequent viewings to realize I that I can confirm this firsthand but if you're into it and that starts it's exciting you're swept up in the the effects the sound the the rush of like all the that's happening Lucas did but lean over you... and say this is pod racing <laughs> yeah but if you if you've already <laughs> turned on the movie that's like another Turn in the knife. Oh, that's, that's a fatal. Side of your that's head. a fatal cut. That like, scene oh, is a fatal no. cut. But Get what me was the fuck out of here? But what was the most fatal aspect was the love interest. Okay, the, the Joseph Gordon Levitt. Let's talk he was about so. He was, he was like the like the yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt two point He was a cutie patootie. Oh, he had that little, had that little beauty, beauty mark. He was cute in the nineties, maybe. Yes, exactly. We were in the nineties. Movie sucks. He oh, was a Joey Lawrence, solid, like reanimated. He was sort of dressed like Robert Rodriguez in the nineties. Yes, like he represented the director. He had the little bandana on that We cannot overstate. And they, and they ride these unicycle yes. motorcycles. Dude, I think yeah. that like, guy's like in first. fucking Spy Kids, actually. I think <laughs> like he's the first Spy Kids. Like, the he's first the time that you kid. see them riding them, like, you can't it's help hilarious. but laugh. Because they look like they're at a circus, almost. It was so... God, that... But we cannot overstate how 90s this film is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. If you have any affinity for the 1990s, spirit the away to a theater immediately. Mm. You will be Or just rent a movie. Mm. Or just rent a movie. Don't waste your time with this. Okay, so the plot is so thick. It go, it's it's it, you, it's simple. It's <laughs> it's definitely A to B to C to D. But they peop, spend the people are looking down on the, the, the poor people. To us what yes. the fucking world is. Yeah. What the rules of the world is. It's a lot it of got exposition. exhausting. Yeah. A lot of exposition. There's a lot of stuff bu- and Mahershala both are just like, explaining shit. A lot shit of dialogue. It's hard movie. to say. Yeah. Two it's Oscar tough, winners. It's tough to say. A lot of bounty hunting. A lot of a lot of motorball. A lot of jargon. A lot of jargon. <laughs> a lot of cyber speak. Yeah. And and Zion, not Zion, but Zalim or whatever the, the Elysium. Zalisium. Yeah. Elysium. The city in the sky. Elysium too. It's got a lot of weight. It's talked about a lot, but we yes. don't ever really see it, so we don't really know what the big deal is, but apparently it's Great. And it's right there. It's in the air. It is in the air. And Everyone can jump really high and fly shit around. I there are understand. these tubes that you can climb to try to get up there, but they constantly are sending blades down to get you off them tubes. I mean, Which you, also you have a specific name. Those blades were called something. Yes. Everything in this movie is called something. <laughs> There, Ring rippers. There yeah. is uh, Mars uh, technology. Merms. Erms. Erms. Uh, it's, it's, it's some... Uh, Erms technography. It's, yes, or technography. It's an acronym. Erm is an acronym I don't remember, but Mars so is in United there. United Mars Association. No. Something. United Republic of Mars. There yeah, you go. Yeah. 
And Alita's <laughs> suit is called a Bazelka, according to uh, yeah. Mr. Vaults. And so the part where I clapped at many points during this film, but when he said, your body is an Erm Berserker. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I fell in love all over again. Like, amazing. Amazing work, guys. I love that they put those words together and made him say it. I do think he's miscast. I do think pretty much any other actor would have brought us closer to what that character should have been. Yeah, the but, one casting choice he nails is Jeff Fahey as, oh, like, the robo-dog yeah. robo traveler. And I kind of wish... He was, like, in the movie more, or, you know, he was Alita's handler or something. Yes. Like, that guy had way more interesting he backstory did, He didn't get on. to do anything. No, it's but Jeff, it was a great Jeff cameo. Jeff with, like, I a tombstone yeah. mustache, yeah. and he's got these robo-dogs at his side, and he's looking so fucking fly. Perfect. Like, yeah. he's born, looking perfect. Born to play that part. He does mourn the dog that gets killed, and he does sick his robo-dogs <laughs> yeah. uh, on a bounty hunter and you never for a see bit. him again. You never see him again. I think like, they want to see sequel they obviously yeah, want a sequel definitely. yeah because there's after all the battles she she's she becomes the uh, best at motorball of course and there's this overseer named nova who we've seen with these crazy goggles on the whole movie and he he can jump into Ooh, people's minds looks like a mad scientist yes. from from nightmare before christmas yeah i i liked Dr. how they did the stuff <laughs> where he could jump into people's minds and their eyes glow blue and that's when you know nova's speaking through them like i love that shit i thought mahershala did a great job varying his performance based on when he was being overridden or not and at the end, it's a cliffhanger. You know, she battles, she angel battles through everything that she needs to do, but she's still after that big fish, that Nova, and she points her her saber skyward, and we see, we see that mad scientist, and we know he's going to take those goggles off. And when he does, I clapped so fucking loud for Edward motherfucking Norton. Yes, sir. Ed Norton is your big cliffhanger reveal for your bad guy. Oof, man. I feel like, yeah, I, I recognized the mole, and I was like, that's Ed Norton? You recognized it. Yeah, you knew. I the mole. I, I, didn't re- I didn't know it was yeah. him. I, and I, shot I, I, did, yeah. I thought when they first cut to him. I thought it was Dana Carvey. I thought it was <laughs> Dana Carvey, too. I was like, this looks like Dana Carvey. <laughs> Why not? And, and, and it was I, silly. It was I like thought a really, it was Brett Spiner. It was oh, a perfect. really silly cutaway. Now. And then, yeah, they kept cutting back to him, and it was like, yeah, that weird, mysterious, like, Oz guy yeah. behind the curtain. I feel like Ed Norton has been that guy too like he's the been, bad guy reveal at the end of a movie he's been every guy but you don't man. ever see the sequel but he had such a gleam in his eye that i think he was happy that alita I, won i wish <laughs> i wish yeah alita and him had screen time i wish yeah. norton had more well, to do you just gotta yeah. wait for chinese box office numbers yes how that. well is this doing overseas are we gonna get a sequel we will get a sequel because it hasn't opened yet in china or japan but it's doing well internationally Good. already so like those markets i think are primed for this give me that sequel um <sighs> All right. Well, I, it feels like we're a van divided. So let's let's get to these bones. Let's talk about this. I can feel it in my bones. Lucas, what's going on? Well, 
I, I, had to, I had to tell you to put your glasses back on I, at a certain I, I, point. Well, I know, yeah. It, it was hard on my eyes, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but, you looked like you were allergic to this movie. <laughs> but, but, you yeah. were like, I needed to give you a Zyrtec just to get through it. You were, like, scratching That's, your head and rubbing your right. eyes. That is very accurate because, um, you know, I guess, you know, I, I, I'm accustomed to, like, a certain rhythm or pacing of, like, big budget action, sci-fi, spectacle. Are you? Uh, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't know, I just, I just thought there would be, like, coming from James Cameron, who really knows, I feel, how to, like, pace a movie with, like, set pieces and structure and, like, story, uh, and the fact that this has been in development for two decades, I was like, this is gonna be, you know, very entertaining, but instead I kind of felt like the movie was, like, in search of meaning or a message, it was kind of, like, stuck in second gear, and it had all the right ingredients, you know, aside from a few miscastings, but like it just never really went anywhere. Would you say it's like a student feature? No, no. <laughs> but like there was a very telling moment when it looked like a couple had like walked out like midway oh, they, through. Oh, they bounced away. They like gave up, but like as soon as they left, it was like one of the best scenes in the movie where she goes into the bounty hunter bar and like goes, Who's with me? And like they all laugh at her, and then she like beats them all up. I was thinking like this should have been in the first act. Like, mm. This should have been in the end of like thirty yeah. minutes, like not I like 90, you know like ninety minutes in yeah. already. Um, I'll concede so, that. So point. so yeah, I did. I was like like all the angsty, like who am I? Why won't you do this? Like listen to me, you know. It was like there was so many scenes where you can't go up there. Like it was just became very tedious for me after a certain point. Um, How are your so, bones so feeling? I, I give it one and a half bones. One. You know? And one half battle bone. Because it's a good idea, but there's not really a plot, and like the performances are, aren't really there. And uh, yeah, I, I was I was beat by the end. Like like when when Jonathan walked out, I was like, dude, did he come back? Like I didn't. Yeah, know, I, it seemed like, like, like Jonathan. I, left. I thought you. I thought he left for good. I was like, shit, man. Like I, I should have gone with. Him. All right, brother Jonathan, what happened? Did you leave? What? <laughs> I thought you were complete. I thought you were completely gone. It was after a very romantic, very tearful scene. Yeah, that movie sucked. Uh oh. I would have left. Uh, this would have been <laughs> the second movie I would have left this year, and I haven't been able to leave because I went with somebody else. Yes. So this and Escape Room, I would have walked Escape out. Escape Room. I was so jealous of those people that walked out. Oh. Like. I was. They went to the wrong exit so, first. I love when that happens. I was so bored with every aspect of the movie. I wasn't high enough. Mm. There was no comedy. There, like, yeah, sincerity is one thing, but like not having ugh, any. I don't know. I'd say half bone for uh, visual splendor. Nah, splendor, yeah. <laughs> not even the effects, just splendor. Everything okay. else is just disgusting. Okay. Brother Justin, what's going on? Uh, counterpoint. Yes. I live for this kind of shit. Uh, Battle Justin activated. I. <laughs> you guys with your snobbery. Frankly, it sickens Uh-oh, me. Oh, he's sick. He's sick. Listen, oh, let's go I, watch the Lego not, movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to bat too hard for this because I don't think it quite gets to the heights of of the movies that it's inspired by. Uh, I think we'll, you know, we'll see over time if if maybe sequels can can elevate this to, you know, all-time sci-fi status. This just to me is a fun blockbuster. I thought it looked pretty fucking fantastic. A uh, little bit of miscasting here and there, I agree. Uh, seeing Christoph Waltz with that giant 
like <laughs> rocket powered sickle was pretty fucking oh, ridiculous. Man, I was laughing, man. I'm like, uh, any anybody you look like else? Van you, look like, yes. you look like Van Helsing yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I thought it looked awesome. I really embraced the '90s aesthetic and the oh, '90s yeah. vibe. I have uh, expected Chris O'Donnell to show up. Like, at why one point. not? Yeah. yeah, he could have been there somewhere. For yeah. all we know, he sold her her first bar of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate vendor, chocolate merchant. Yeah, but I'm not gonna nitpick this too much. Uh, I had fun. My eyeballs are happy. Mm. Uh, this gets three bones for me. Boom. Triple battle bones. Brother uh, Matt, counterpoint again? Um, more or less. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in both worlds. I, I you know, my, a hybrid. My, bar, my bar was really, really low for this one coming <laughs> in. And so I was pleasantly surprised with a lot of it. I think the effects and a lot of the details I got to enjoy through my 3D glasses were badass. Mm. I wish the script had stood up to that level. Because, obviously, the guys on the other end of the fucking production were killing it. I think a lot of the special effects are beautiful. But uh, they didn't have, like, a really, really compelling story to take and run with it. So I think I may have given the favorite this, too. But I'm going to give it two bones. Two bones. Mm. Two mm. bones right the down the, the day, middle. I enjoyed the ride. You sliced mm. it right down the middle mm. with your saber. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a three-bone motion picture. Y'all be tripping. If you grew up in the 90s and you watched anything that was remotely like Demolition Man or Total Recall, this is going to tickle all of them bones for you. Or it should. They may have died throughout the years or have grown dim or powered down. <laughs> but the fighting, like, it nails the video game aesthetic in the best way. This sounds bad, but it's like watching somebody play the coolest video game you've ever seen. The battle sequences are amazing. The motorball is hilarious slash amazing. Christoph Waltz got my issues with, but whatevs. Joey Lawrence avatar <laughs> on point. And I was there for all of it. I mean, I don't clap during movies usually. Mm-hmm. I was I was clapping. I yeah, was clapping that, that, at that, this. Edward was pretty funny. Holy shit. Uh, I think you should definitely see this in the theater. It's going to lose something on the small screen. We saw it the best way possible, I think. We it, we gave it the best chance it had. What they should have done is had Alita in character try to get us to sign up for AMC Stubbs A-List. Because <laughs> <laughs> Medea did that last movie. Yes. We need every protagonist. I, I, I would, I would sign on to that. Plea. That would be amazing. And she vaguely threatens everybody. Yeah. Hi, I'm the Dark Phoenix. Please sign up for AMCA list. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a white fang divided tonight. But by the body heat warming up this car, uh, our, our, our brotherhood is strong, and uh, we survived this together. May we all ascend to Zelysium one day and mm. see what it's really all about. Mm. Come on, Chinese box office. Yeah. Pay up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Left and right. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> this is Matt's dad, a lead-up battle angel. Stirring parts of Alien, Rollerball, Star Wars, Pinocchio, and Peppermint with huge eyeballs, and you have Alita. She disassembles evil robots without tearing her t-shirt. I salute Lodgemaster Matt and his pirate tokers 
for seeing Alita wreak carnage on the Megamax screen. Two and a half bones for this silly comic book movie. Matt's dad signing off. See you at the movies. Aloha. Brother Bishki here. On my Hawaiian vacation, I'm sitting poolside uh, overlooking the Pacific Ocean at a house rental in Kona, Hawaii. And I'm sipping a Mai Tai. Just wanted to say a few words on Alita Battle Angel, which I could see right before I left on the IMAX screen. Um, this one's a $200 million bomb. I thought it was right in line with Jupiter Descending, maybe a little above Attack of the Clones. There was a lot of sci-fi jargon, tons of exposition from James Cameron. And uh, I kind of gave up on trying to understand what was going on. I just started looking at the extras. And this one's got some doozies. Uh, Robert Rodriguez yet to make a good film. I'm liable to give it a woof, but Brother Nathan and I uh, laughed so hard when Edward Norton revealed his face at the end that I have to give it the Roger Ebert Memorial Half Bone. Look, I got a lot more to say, but I got to get back to my Hawaiian vacation. So, aloha. Fucking bring up Edward Norton until the time is right. Okay? That was great, yeah. Don't jump the Norton gun. He's last. We save him for last.